The Fujicast is an independent loading zone production. The Fujicast. Well, hello, the Fujicast, daily for the first time. Ke- Kev is, um, I can't believe this, you say you're under a dog blanket. It stinks, absolutely <laughs> stinks. Well, it depends, um, because if it's Breezy's dog blanket, you'll say it smells uh, of petals. If it's Breezy. That, if it's that other monster, you're going to say it smells horrible. Uh, it's the other monster, yeah, uh. absolutely stinks. Do you know what I bought him? What? I bought him some dog mints for his breath. <laughs> oh, M-I-N-T-S? Yeah. No way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Did he take the hint? <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. I gave it. I gave him one, and then he farted. <laughs> Your poor dog. Anyway, look, we never thought we'd be doing. Uh, we talked about Fujicast Daily a couple of times, um, and, and and you know we, we've we've always said, look, if anybody's mentioned Fuji 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 Fujicast Daily, we've always said, no, please, no, 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 no. and here we are. But the world has changed, hasn't it? We we have. We have the time as we're in some kind of self-isolation, not because we're ill, but because we're following the government's suggestions. We've we've socially distanced, Kev. But, but <laughs> I quite like it. <laughs> do you think you could do the show under a dog blanket every week? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I haven't seen anybody for about three days. It's brilliant. Just under the dog blanket. <laughs> so welcome to this Fujicast Daily. I mean, and um, these are new times. So we're going to use this opportunity to support each other as a community. Keep sending your questions and your thoughts to click at fujicast.co.uk. But uh, but also what, what you're doing to carry yourself through this, what what learning you're doing, what projects you've, you've thought about, what books you're reading, even what stuff... Actually, this will be very pertinent, what, what stuff you're watching... Please, God, let the internet not break down. Otherwise, we're seriously in trouble, aren't we? Yeah, that would be really bad because I'm playing online chess with about 75 different people right now. And that would be terrible. I'd lose all those games. Is that that the only thing you care about? All right. First up, elephants in the room. Don't be rude. No, it's not about you. Why does everything have to be about you? Shush, you'll have your turn. Business. So what what do you feel like then, Kev? I mean, I... I mean, I've I've got it. Do you you know those little signs you get at the airport? That what are they called? Um, the, the the sort of split split signs, um, split flap. That's what they were called. The departure announcement signs at the airport. Those ones. Mm. That's that's been what my email box has felt like over the last couple of days. You know where it goes from everything's on time to all flights cancelled, one after one after one after one. Yeah. What have you felt? What what have you felt like mentally while all this is going on? Yeah, it's tough. Really tough. Um, pretty much everything is postponed or cancelled. Um, as you know, I don't really work in August because I'm normally sunning yeah. myself in sunny Spain, but yeah. clearly that won't happen this year. So yeah, or May, June, July. Pretty much, I think I've got two left. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what have the customers been like? What have they been saying to you? Well, in fairly, in fairness, most of them, and of course, you know, they, many of them don't understand the impact it's going to have on us. Be, you know, as sole, our income is wedding photography, and yeah. we don't have a day job. You no. know, this is our, this is our day job. But for them, of course, they can't see past the, you know, the two years of planning and the emotional turmoil. And and I totally understand that. Absolutely, totally understand it. I would be the same way. So it's, uh, you know, it's you, you have to be compassionate. Um, absolutely. And, uh, you know, in most cases, people have been already 
speaking to their venues and getting new dates for next year generally um in some cases later in the year and so far i've been able to you know to kind of say yep i'll, I'll be able to do that oh, next year or whenever that. it is yeah. um but you know this it's uh it, it's tough for everybody it's yeah. it's um you know we I, i'm sitting here under my dog blanket with my <laughs> my third beer of the day <laughs> you haven't really opened the beer this early yeah but this have is you? late. You should have seen me yesterday. <laughs> it's going to be like one extended long holiday for you. Do, oh. do you know, I, if, if you're thinking, why is Neil laughing? I, I've taken to laughing as this kind of like defence mechanism. <laughs> it's the only bloody thing I've got left. Yeah, it's, uh, you know what, it's, uh, what do they say in the war? You know, you'll get through it. And, during the war, uh, during the war. During the war, during we need war. my heart now, don't we? During we the war. Do. Well, you know, a lot of people compare it to uh, to 1918. I don't want to get all political with this, but of course, we just we just ventured out of a four or five year long war, um, only for the young men coming home to to be hit by Spanish flu, which which wiped an awful lot of the uh, the young working community out. So it's not at all like that, is it? Really? Yeah, and, and, no, not at all like that. And and the, the, the irony, of course, what we're all doing now is we're all kind of learning about the history of these things. Yeah. And so many, many people will never have heard of the I'd, Spanish I'd flu. For, I'd forgotten. We, we had learned about it at school. I'd completely forgotten about it. But but it's interesting that, uh, you know, it, it was called the Spanish flu because the um, the British government specifically didn't didn't want to they, they called it spanish because spain were neutral during the war yeah so they didn't want anybody to kind of pick sides or blame anybody uh and it actually uh if by all accounts started in in america you know in kansas uh and then kind of dissipated all over the place and you, you can't partition blame and and you know you get some politicians i think we all know who we're on about mm. calling it by a uh, by a particular you know country oh, that was wrong uh, it just doesn't help anybody. No. Doesn't it doesn't help anybody at all, and it really pisses me off. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is, and uh, you know, I've got um, we've got I've got three potatoes and seventy five <laughs> bottles of wine left, and um, a couple of bars of soap. That's fine. The kids are happy. Albie was delighted when school was out. Um, you know, he spent all his time on the internet talking to his friends to say. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, Albie, do you talk to them this much in school? No. No. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I tell you what, though, thank God for that communication, because over the next two, three months, however long this thing pans out for, um, and we are we are practising the social distancing thing. I'm not, uh, you know, we will go for walks and we will see the friends, but it's going to be weird, isn't it? It's going to be strung out by two metres between each person. Um, mm. It's odd, but... Uh, I things I'd never thought I'd say to when we thought that the, the weddings I still have one book for Saturday by the way it's not mm. it's, it's actually not officially cancelled yet what mm. uh, you think it will though don't you I think they'll cancel well I was speaking to a friend of uh, a friend of the show I'm not going to mention any names uh, just yesterday yeah. and he he shot a wedding in Saturday on sorry last Saturday that yeah. was meant in London that was meant to be 70 people uh, in the end and a full day in the end there were seven people immediate family and what? it was two hours two hours long and it was in a restaurant in london a, you know a very well respected restaurant yeah. and at the end of the wedding they they sacked all of the staff they said that's it no. go home yeah that was it oh that was it well mm. i was talking to a couple uh, the other day about uh, planning for some weddings that are up in april that, i mean that won't be happening but i remember having a chat with them and saying well what do we do about this um things you never thought you'd say in your life what do we do about this social distancing then during the big group shot 
Mm. What, a, what a weird conversation to have. What about when we do the family shots next to each other? Should, is it appropriate to do that one anymore? Or should we not do that one anymore? Well, uh, in my mind, this is a perfect excuse to get rid of all of that stuff totally. <laughs> never do them ever again. <laughs> never. Yeah. We do. <laughs> do you remember that period in, in 2020? We better not be doing group shots anymore. Let's go absolutely reportage. Everybody's story is different. Although, if I one more person, Kev, say they'll be okay because they're mortgage-free, I think I shall scream at them. I'm you know? just going to move in with them. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that. <laughs> there we go. One lodger. No, actually, four lodgers. Plus your lot. That's yeah. eight, eight lodges you've got moving in. Well, yeah, no, but we only need to take one of the dogs. <laughs> no, we take both dogs. Don't be horrible. Oh, and those hairy things in the garden. What are those called? Hamsters. hamsters. No, they're not hamsters. Have you still, they're, have um, your guinea pigs. Guinea, guinea pigs, yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. We had some guinea pigs, but um, about that, that were the boys' first, uh, first pets. Um, we will talk about stuff to do with photography, by the way. Um, and, and about three or four years ago, we found we rehomed them. Um, because they really weren't they weren't looking after their own pets so we we rehomed them somewhere where the kids really did want them um mm. and uh, we 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 said something terrible that day we said well look, they're just <laughs> they're going away for a holiday <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've never returned occasionally one of them will say you know those guinea pigs we had when are they coming back for their holiday <laughs> anyway but some people's behavior that's upset me did you see by the way the um uh, Scott Morrison, the the Australian PM. Did you hear what he had to say about it? Yeah, you know, with the yeah. pe- people hoarding, I completely agree with him. Now, on bulk purchasing of supplies, yeah, stop hoarding. Yes, I can't be more blunt about it. Stop it. Stop it. It's un-Australian. He it's, said. Yeah, he did say it's un-Australian, um, and he's absolutely right. Yes. Yeah. Humans, I yeah. tell you. Have you heard of the nudge principle? By the way. Uh, I have. I've been reading about that today. Yeah. Quite right. Yeah. It, it's essentially putting fruit at eye level. That's like a nudge. It makes, it makes, when you go into a shop, you might pull off the fruit. Or the other famous nudge principle is um, the picture of flies in men's urinals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, yeah. <laughs> men but it, aim at the fly and then they no, they no longer get the floor, which are. Well, I, I wouldn't do that now, being a vegan. But it's the um, it, it, it's it's the same it's the same principle of the the psychology of words, yeah. where uh, you know, you know, uh, in my booking form, at least for my clients, it says most people choose to book by filling in the form and sending me a deposit. However, if you want to come and meet me first, so just using most people and however, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's using the nudge principle. So you're you're basically saying to them. This is what most people do. If you want to be different to everybody else, that's fine. But, you know, you would be different. Well, they they were talking about the nudge principle as being something we should all do when, if we go shopping. If we get a basket of, of normal amount of shopping, take a picture of it and put it on social media. Social media wasn't only responsible but was a, a lot responsible for for making people panic buy because it was just picture after picture after picture of empty shelves and if you see picture after picture of empty shelves then what are you going to do a lot of people go out and they'll they'll buy stuff if you put uh, if if we all started posting pictures of sensible uh, grocery baskets then oh yeah some people are going to say oh well, look at you you virtuous old thing but actually you know v- virtue signaling and and that sort of nudge behavior might actually stop people doing it or am i no, I mean you're right. I, I I've totally avoid. I've been avoiding social media, as you yeah, know, I know yeah, for yeah. for uh, about three weeks now, and it's yeah. it's been great. Um, but yeah, I mean, of course, that makes sense. And you're still going to get complete yeah. dickheads who are going to, you know, 
do what they want to do. I'm going to be I'm going to be working extra time with this bleeper here. Um, <laughs> Sam said to well, me, I, la- "I'm the one under the dog blanket." <laughs> Sam said to me last night, "So can I ask you? A, can I ask you a strange question?" I thought, "Oh, this sounds interesting." Kids have gone to bed, and I said, "Yeah." And she said, "Could we put the Christmas lights up outside the front of the house again?" I said, "Why would you want to do that?" She'd she'd read this story about people in um, in one town. I think it's in America somewhere. That have put that have started putting Christmas tree lights out again, um, just so so that they could have some sort of so people would make people smile as they went past. And I thought it was such a lovely idea, so I might <laughs> go up into the loft tomorrow and see if we can spread a. I don't know if if, if it might be uh, also uh, that uh, people will go past the house and think What's crash with you. They will crash because they'll turn their head to look at your door and then mm. crash into the car in front. No, they won't. Anyway, <laughs> so we're not quite sure how long these are going to be, are we? We we've, we haven't we haven't really put a limit on them. But well, they'll be shorter editions, uh, won't they? Because you can't uh, be on that dog blanket long. No, exactly. So I would say that we need to get on with it. Really, yeah. frankly, All let's right. do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get it. But we did not. To, we did need to talk about why we're doing it first. So uh, yeah, so this yeah, is yeah, all yeah. about community. Please remember, get your questions and stuff in because they they really will be the lifeblood of the show now. Steve Johnson, this is quite a long piece, but then we'll, we'll get to it. You guys have talked a lot about supporting, discussing the topic of mental health recently, and I commend you for that. It's a subject that can never be talked about uh, too much. And actually, um, on the mental health thing, we were going to have a one episode. I, I think I've had some really interesting conversations with people late, and I might put little little bits up on the daily instead and do it that way instead. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it says, during the winter in Shetland, we get about four hours of sunlight. And like many of us in the UK, we've been badly hit with bad weather, which, uh, which limits the chance for me to get out and about. Now with the COVID-19 outbreak, and socialisation has become more difficult, and I found myself becoming more insular, which isn't, for me, great. So he's talking about the mental health thing. I tried to complete the photo a day challenge, but I, I find myself mentally drained and uninspired, and I've already missed days by the second week, which has really bugged me. Yesterday, I picked up a little Ricoh GR3 to, to, as a sort of no-excuse-everyday camera. Uh, once again, I think the Shetland weather struck him, so he decided to take some photos using the uh, Fujifilm X-T2. He said, I found myself loving the photos, regained some of that self-pride in my work and regained a little bit more enthusiasm towards things. So what sort of things have people done photographically in the past to regain enthusiasm and self-esteem? Um, I don't think I've ever had to go through that process before. Have you, have you ever had to sort of uh, regain some enthusiasm and self-esteem with any particular projects, Kev? Um, yeah, I think so. Occasionally, I think not just not specifically projects, but right. just, you know, just having the the thought process of thinking today, I want to create something. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you just get up and you think, oh, I, I can't be bothered. I can't reach the camera or it's not charged or I need to download the pictures first or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, that, you know, that that hits and, and, and it's, it hits more often. It will hit more often or not now because uh, because of the situation we're in. But, um, you know, Patrick, Patrick LaRock, bless him, over in Canada, his son is, uh, I think his son was uh, one of the first ones to, uh, he hasn't um, caught it, but he was in a class with somebody who did. So they, they've been in uh, in isolation. Right. And um, and it's amazing. So he's, of course, Patrick being the, the god of everything amazing, <laughs> he's, uh, he's, man- he's managed to, to basically not move from his living room sofa and create a blog post every day of amazing pictures. And, you know, I look around my house now 
And what can I see? Empty beer cans, smelly dogs, <laughs> smelly dogs. Um, a couple of towels. You know, it's like how, how can how can how can I do that? How can I how can I? So you know the um, yeah the challenge is there, but but of course it's available for all of us. Yeah, well, Steve actually said I would love to see some indoor COVID nineteen isolation mini projects, um, yeah, and that's a good idea, isn't it? Very good idea. Yeah, yeah. well, you've got you and your beer cans, as you just said before. So thank you, Steve. Uh, one more from Matthew. Uh, my name is Matthew Hendricks from Cape Town, South Africa. Really loving the podcast. Great work. Currently listen to it every day doing my commute. It inspires me a lot. I'm currently on episode five. Cool. You've got a long way to go, Matthew. However, I'm trying to shoot Fujifilm on a pretty low budget. I've picked out a used X-T1 for cheap and own the 23mm and 50mm f2 lenses. I mainly shoot street by the seaside. I was wondering whether you'd recommend any other great budget lenses or, or recommend I upgrade the body ASAP. Well, let's take the body first. Do you need to go X-T2 if you're enjoying the X-T1? No. no? If, you, if you're getting what you want from any camera, you do not need to upgrade. Simple as that. Yeah. All right. right. So, yeah. all right. Let's keep your XT1. You um, did you use an XT1? Yeah, talking? yeah, yeah, yeah. I was one of the first ones to have it. Yeah, really? I um, yeah, I had it on pre-production, and that was that was. Uh, oh, I don't know what was that? Far five, four, five, so five, did, six years ago. Did you have your name um, etched into it or something? I do. Yes. Um, so back in those days, when you were involved in the pre-production stuff, yeah. we still had to pay for it, but um, they they would give us a um, my serial the serial number of my XT one is Mullins zero one. That's cool. Yeah, it really is. Anyway, yeah. he owns the twenty three and fifty mil f two lenses. Um, uh, wondering if you recommend any other great budget lenses. So uh, anything that he should use. I mean, street work, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I would I would probably look at something like, I mean, it depends what budget is defined as, isn't it? But you've got yeah. things like the 18mm F2. That's relatively well, cheap. We talked about that one a lot, haven't we? And that's a good lens. Did, didn't, um, i tell you who, uh, who, you, who was using that a lot. In Brighton, Facundo Santana was using oh, it. Oh, Facundo, yeah. I think that's the only lens he's got, bless him. Is it? Sort of glued <laughs> so. to his camera. He did some amazing stuff that day in Brighton. Yeah, he's very good, very yeah. good. And um, also maybe the 27, 2.7 pancake lens, uh, sorry, t- uh, yeah, tw- 27 mil yeah. Um, pancake lens. And um, Is that that's, first, that's first, pretty gen- good. first generation? Yeah, there's only been one of those. Yeah. Oh, there's only one, right, okay. Um, my other question is, how, uh, when you started out in photography, you made the time to go shoot? With a full-time job, I find it really difficult. I shoot places close by my work, but it's getting a bit dull. Any ideas on getting a new perspective on the same place, perhaps. Best Matthew. Not everybody is in lockdown, so I think Matthew is able to get out there still. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're in exactly the same place, the same office, the same street, etc., every day, then then you've got, you know, you've got to look at things like, who was it? We had an email last week, didn't we, from uh, who was doing vertical, shooting everything vertically instead of horizontally. Oh, that was, that was the gump. The gump. That yeah. was it, the gump. Yeah, good old gump. So, yeah, you could shoot everything vertically. You could shoot uh, from low down, high down. You could pick a theme, a color, um, particular type of person, particular uh, concentrate on light, shadow, shapes, geometry, whatever. You know, it's it's well, the hardest thing about street photography is you know just going out and thinking right today i'm going to go and do street photography you can't really do that you have to give yourself something to look for um give yourself a theme of some kind and uh and 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 you'll get better at it and you'll you'll enjoy it more thank you for your questions right so um over the next however long this is going to be i mean sometimes these editions might be slightly longer they're usually going to be about 15 20 minutes they're going to be they won't all be about the virus we just thought we had to 
talk about the elephant in the room before we started. Um, so send us your questions, your thoughts, what you're doing. Any other thoughts, Kev, on what people could send in? Apart from money. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, money and a clean dog blanket. That'd be great. Yeah. You can't be under that dog blanket. I want a photo of you under the dog blanket. I've sent it to you. Have you? <laughs> yeah. Have I, I got it? Did. Yeah, Did on you your messenger. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll go look that up. I'll post that. Okay. All right. Um, so um, we'll see you tomorrow at the, uh, the same time. Well, it won't be the same. It's going to be different times, isn't it, Kev, as well? I don't know why I'm even saying same time. And the, and the longer editions, by the way, we've got two in the can. But this might just take over the, the, the longer ones. We might do a slightly longer one on Mondays or something, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, we'll hope it's not going to be too long. I don't want you to be under that dog blanket for too long. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Bye bye. Yeah, bye bye. The Fuji Cast is an independent loading zone production. Email the show with your questions and words of wisdom to click at fujicast.co.uk. Email any complaints and political nonsense to our wives who will deal with your comments in their own good time and in their own good way.